Hey everyone, this is Craig Valentine from TurbulenceTraining.com and TTFatLoss.com here with another great seven-day fat-burning coaching call to help you get maximum results this week. We have the Big Six Circuit, the advanced version, and we've got some other great stuff to come. Now, for me this week, I had a couple of cool things happen. I went back to school. I went back to uh, a high school in Brampton, Ontario, not the one I went to for high school, but uh, I was invited there by a teacher, and I presented to their phys ed class for about an hour and a half, and I took the dog. It was pretty funny, and the dog ran around and and uh, scared some of the kids, and, and uh, we had a good time, and eventually I had to put him on the leash because he was just acting up too much. I, thought, I honestly thought he would calm down after about five minutes and just lie down, but that wasn't the case. And I also rented a new apartment on the east side of Toronto, so I'll be moving over there in mid-May, training at a new gym over there. And uh, this week, I also even got a personal training session on Thursday from Toronto's top strength and conditioning coach. He used to work in the NHL, and I needed a little bit of help with some form and also uh, working through a bit of an injury. And I highly recommend that everybody listening to the call understand and appreciate the fact that even I get help with my form, and he goes and travels to coaches to get help with his form. And we're always learning and improving. So, you know, if you're struggling with an exercise, you should hire a personal trainer. It's going to be really good money well invested if you get a good trainer, of course. So make sure you get references and referrals from other people. And, uh, you know, you make sure that they're a good trainer because, you know, getting good form is going to help you. I mean, if you have bad form and hurt yourself, it's going to cost you ten times the money that it would cost you to invest in a good personal training session. So... I do highly recommend that. And this week, we also released the winners of the 7th Terminal Training Transformation Contest. So make sure you pop by transformationcontest.com and see the winners and get ready for the 8th contest. Now, just so you know, 30% of the year was over on April 20th. So it's time to review your goals, be honest with your progress, and make sure that you're improving and adjusting and replotting your course. So if you want things to change, you have to take action and change them. And there's no better day to start than today, unless May 3rd is the better day, because that's when contest number eight starts. So Monday, May 3rd, make sure you go to transformationcontest.com forward slash rules, and you'll get all the rules for the eighth contest. Nothing fancy compared to all the other contests. It's just going to be straight, straightforward and straight ahead, and we're going to see some more amazing changes in people. And finally, the last thing that happened this week was that Turbulence Training Addiction came out. That's my latest program. And it was a, or it is an advanced program with a challenge in it that's really going to get you addicted to that program, plus a five-by-five superset that's a lot of fun. So make sure you check that out. It's in the TT member section, or it may be available now at TurbulenceTraining.com forward slash workouts. All right, finally... We are going to now get into our seven-day call. Monday, April 26th, the transformation tip of the week is this. From our friend Vince Lombardi, our inspiration. The price of success is hard work, dedication to the job at hand, and the determination that whether we win or lose, we have applied the best of ourselves to the task at hand. So that's from the man who is best known for saying winning isn't the only thing. Winning isn't everything. It is the only thing. But uh, he also has many other quotes that are very important, including that one. Okay, workout of the week, the Big Six Advanced Circuit. 
and we're going to start with workout A. Now, the big six is a jump, a squat, a push, pull, single leg, and then total body abs. So in workout A, you're going to do vertical jumps, four repetitions. Then you're going to do deadlifts, so you're going to pick a weight you can do 12 times. Then you do military press. That's where you press the bar overhead, standing position. Then chin-ups, then barbell forward lunges, and then a side plank with a dumbbell lateral raise. So in that side plank position and lateral raise, uh, with a very light dumbbell, your hand towards the ceiling. And then finish with interval workout A. Now, if you can't do those exercises because you don't have a barbell, what you're going to do instead is vertical jump, then dumbbell squat, then dumbbell one-arm standing shoulder press. And I did that the other day, and my delts are really sore. My shoulders are really sore because it's been a long time since I've done that. Then chin-up, then one-leg reaching lunge, and then the side plank with dumbbell lateral raise. And again, finishing off with interval training, workout A from that program. Into Tuesday, you're going to get 30 minutes of fun activity. And, of course, we always do our research review on Tuesday. This one from the Journal of Applied Physiology is called Strength Training versus Aerobic Interval Training to Modify Risk Factors of Metabolic Syndrome. Now, metabolic syndrome is kind of a precursor to diabetes. So metabolic syndrome includes having high blood pressure, um, having high blood sugar, having low, good cholesterol levels, and having obesity. And so you do not want to have metabolic syndrome, obviously, but some people will have it. And uh, this study's from Norway, and what they did was they had 43 people go into the program, and they were given either strength training or interval training three times per week for 12 weeks, and there was also a control group that didn't do anything. Now, what they found was the interval training group and the strength training group lost inches from their waist. And actually, there was one other group. It was combined group, so interval training and strength training. So all of those training groups, interval training, strength training, and the combined training, all had decreases in their waist circumference. Now, only the interval training group and the combined training group had increases in aerobic fitness, but that's kind of to be expected. And uh, only the strength training group and the combined training group had increases in, in strength, which is obviously to be expected. Slightly less increases in the combined training group. So the strength training group on, only had the greatest increases. And then finally, there was also improvements in blood flow from all the exercise groups. But unfortunately, no changes in blood glucose or good cholesterol levels uh, from the training, which is kind of surprising because interval training and well, resistance training almost always increases good cholesterol, but there wasn't any increases there. So basically what they found was all those training types will help decrease waist circumference. So strength training on its own helped decrease waist circumference, and that was very important, and also uh, increased blood flow, which was very important. It's, you know, you'll see people with diabetes have those very swollen ankles and, uh, you know, very bad problems with their skin and their lower body because the blood flow just does not circulate and does not come back up. And so fluid accumulates down in that area because the, the um, arteries have been constricted. And so it's very, very bad. And that's why you get, you know, people with diabetes have their lower legs amputated. It's simply because of nutritional choices and lack of exercise. It's a terrible way to, to end up. And so obviously if you're listening to this call, you're going to be into fitness and, and nutrition, and I doubt that will ever happen to you. But, you know, 
for people around you. Just make sure that they're, they, they understand what they're getting into by having that sedentary lifestyle and Western diet. Okay, into Wednesday, we got the Big Six Circuit Advanced Workout B. And in this one, we start with something called side-to-side jumps. So, you know, you're just going to jump on both feet to your right and then back to your left, and you do eight reps per side. Then you're going to do either a barbell squat or a one-leg squat, whatever you have access there. If you can't do a barbell squat, do the one-leg squat. Then a dumbbell row, then a dumbbell chest press, then a one-leg stability ball leg curl, very powerful contraction for the hamstring. And then finally finishing off with the total body ab exercise, which is the cross-body mountain climber. So you can do that circuit up to three times and finish with interval training. Into Thursday, we want to do 30 minutes of fun activity. And now I want to talk to you about the truth about body fat measurements. You know, so many times I see so many people talking about, you know, having 6% body fat and 4% body fat. And the truth is you cannot have that level of body fat on a long-term basis. You will just not be able to have it. And most people are simply not as lean as they think they are, unfortunately, because the body fat scales in gyms and at home underestimate how much body fat you have. So to give you an example of what 10% body fat looks like, if you go to the pictures on my website and Facebook page, you will see me at what I truly believe is about 10% body fat. And most people always email in and say they they would expect me to be a lot uh, lower body fat. But the truth is I really am at about 10% body fat in those photos where a lot of people consider me to be very lean. So that just shows you how ripped you have to be to have single-digit body fat. So again, too many people uh, underestimating how much body fat they have just because of the measurements that are out there. And so, you know, don't believe uh, everything you hear about what a person says their body fat level is. All right, into Friday, Big Six Circuit C. We're going to do repeated jumps. Now, in the first workout of the week, you did vertical jumps, and when you land, you were supposed to reset and do four single jumps. In the repeated jumps here, you're going to land and immediately jump up, so you're not going to reset your body. You're not going to uh, take a one- or two-second break in between each jump. You're going to do all the jumps in a row. So as you land nice and softly, uh, bend your knees, bend your hips, and then drive back up to do another jump. So you do 10 jumps, and then you're going to go into dumbbell split squats, then Spider-Man climb push-up. Now, the Spider-Man climb push-up is an even more advanced version of the Spider-Man push-up, where you'll actually bring your foot up and touch the uh, foot to the ground, but it allows you to bring your foot up a little bit higher because you're kind of rotating the leg in, and it works your abdominals a little bit harder. So the Spider-Man climb push-up is a combination of the Spider-Man climb and the Spider-Man push-up, and then you're going to do a sternum pull-up. Now, in a sternum pull-up, it doesn't look a whole lot different in the photo of those exercises, but what you do is you lean back as much as possible, so you're getting a bit of a rowing-type motion combined with a pull-up, and again, when you do it, it's not, you're not going to be obviously flat to the ground. That's almost impossible to do. But you'll be leaning back slightly and it'll work your upper back a little bit more. Then you can do a dumbbell lateral lunge and finish off with stability ball jackknife for 20 repetitions. Do that circuit up to three times and you are done. And then finish with interval training workout C. And then finally what I also wanted to mention was I have a new article out in Prevention Magazine called The Summer Shape Up for May 2010. So, uh, this is a, a workout for beginner, intermediate women, and so if you're looking for a workout and that's uh, 
suits you, then definitely check that program out in Prevention Magazine. All right, into Social Support Saturday, my favorite day of the week. 30 minutes of fun activity, of course. Highly recommend that you get into a habit of doing 5 to 10 minutes of stretching on your off days as well. And this week, I was actually speaking with my friend Isabel de los Rios about nutrition. I did an interview with her, and that uh, will be added either to my membership site or to the podcast here. I'm not sure which one that's going to go into. But she was talking about beginner steps. And I was asking her, you know, what are the two or three things that beginners need to do? And she said, she gave a couple tips, but she focused on how you should dedicate yourself to making a change for 21 days. If you can make a change for 21 days, then it becomes an ingrained habit, or there's a much greater chance to become an ingrained habit. So let's say you want to focus on eating an apple a day. If you eat an apple a day for the next 21 days, and you make sure that you planned ahead so that you always have an apple, and you know, I've traveled the world, and you can almost always get an apple every day, no matter where you are, even if you're stuck in an airport. And so let's say you want to get an apple a day. If you eat an apple a day every day for 21 days, you'll probably end up making that a habit and increasing your apple intake to an apple a day. Or if you want to drink, you know, 12 glasses of water per day, if you focus on drinking 12 glasses of water per day for the next 21 days, it's going to have a better chance of being a habit. So that's what you want to do. Focus on changing one thing, 21 days. Just really focus on that. Just make a, a vow and a, a deal with yourself. You're going to do it for 21 days. And make sure you plan so that you are able to do that for 21 days. Now, here's uh, some excellent motivation that kick-butt mindset tip, I guess we'll call, call it, that I posted on my Facebook page that got some good response. And I kind of got the first part from my friend Vince Del Monte, who I also interviewed this week. And he said, emotion leads to motion. And now that's a quote that you can find all over the Internet, so it's not like Vince made it up, but emotion leads to motion. And so what I interpreted that as is you have to look into your heart for the motivation to change. You must find your own reason. You can't expect someone else to find a reason for you or to motivate you. You have to do it yourself. And then I'm also reading a book from a guy named Larry Wingett, uh, No Time for Tact is the book, and it's great. It's one little quote every day, and I really, really like it. And he says, you will not change until you first become uncomfortable with where or who you are. And I really believe that. I really believe that, you know, if you want, if you say that you want to change your job, but you're not making any effort to change your job, then you're just not uncomfortable enough with your job to change. You know, for me, um, there was a couple of things that made me really uncomfortable with the place that I was living with. I just wasn't happy with it. And uh, eventually, one day, I became so uncomfortable that I decided to sell my my apartment here in Toronto. And I wasn't going to sell it until I made got to the point where I finally got so uncomfortable that I said, i got to sell this place. And uh, that's basically what happened, and that applies to your fat loss as well. So again, the motivation to change can only come from inside you, not from anyone else. And you really just have to take a look at yourself and see, am I really uncomfortable enough to change. It's enough to go and make 21 days of doing something different a habit. And I've got a lot more good stuff on this topic to talk about next call. All right, and then into Sunday, our plan, shop, and prepare day. And we're going to uh, do our 30 minutes of activity as well. I just want to talk about a few things that I've been eating this week. Um, 
I had my first omelet in a while, and I use organic eggs. And Isabel talks about how she highly recommends organic eggs. And if you can't get organic eggs, she says don't even bother with eggs at all. Um, another thing that I've been eating this week, adding dates to my blender drink. Really sweet addition. So if you like sweet blender drink, um, adding bl uh, dates is going to be an option. I also eat the dates with uh, almonds, so I'll just snack on those. And then uh, today I had one of my favorite salads, which is spinach, green apple, feta cheese, and walnuts. Or in place of the green apple, you can have strawberries. So I love going to restaurants and seeing that on the menu. I think in place of the walnuts, you can also have pine nuts as well. You see that a lot in a lot of uh, restaurants. And so that's it for this week. Hope you got some nutrition ideas there. We got some uh, great nutrition interviews coming out. Definitely make sure if you're a TT member to go and listen to Chris Moore's two-part interview, which is in the membership site. And so next week we are going to do the TT Gauntlet program review. That's an advanced bodyweight training program for fat loss. We're going to do a research review on one food that is really bad for your cholesterol, and it's not an animal product, so it doesn't even contain cholesterol, but it is a ingredient that is terrible for your cholesterol levels. And then we're also going to give you seven nutrition changes that you must make when starting a fat loss program or improving your fat loss program. So that's it for this week, my friends. We will have another seven-day call next week, and I look forward to going through that advanced program with you. And uh, that's it. I am going to have a great weekend. I hope you do too, and, and a great week. I am off to Dallas next week, so I'll have some great travel stories from that as well. So, everyone, Craig Ballantyne here. Make sure you join us at the TurbulenceTrainingFanPage.com, which is the Facebook page. So, TurbulenceTrainingFanPage.com will take you to the Facebook page and join us there for our Q&A sessions. Talk to you soon, everybody. Bye-bye.